sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Merry Christmas. Today we're celebrating, among other things, the birth of Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago in Bethlehem. But why did Jesus come among us? Why was he born of the Virgin Mary? Why did he take on human nature, human flesh, and dwell among us? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is, it's very complicated, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. O-R-G. I'm joining the studio. It's been a little while. I was just thinking that, like, I don't even remember how to do this. Right. I haven't yeah. been on um, ignition for a while. <laughs> Renee Kranz, my, I'd say my normal co-host, but. We'll get back to it. We'll, we'll get back in the, back in the groove here. We just lost about a hundred people right there. We, <laughs> They're oh, like, oh, It's Kranz again. I'm out. Uh, done. Done. <laughs> so, um, Renee, folks are listening, well. Um, depending exactly when they're tuning in, if they're, mm-hmm. they might be listening to this on and the how. radio mm-hmm. and how, but if they're listening to the radio, it might be Christmas Eve. Yeah. Hence the opening. Um, we're not here in the studio. It's not a live show. It's not right. Christmas we, Eve. Chris does not make me come on Christmas Eve. And... I don't. I don't. <laughs> um, so we are recording this a little bit in advance, but I, we, we, were ta- we were racking our brains before we, re- we recorded. Like, what should we talk about? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you, there aren't a million things we could talk about, but well, it's apparently hard to pick you them had out. none of them. <laughs> so <laughs> again, we got to get back in the groove. Thinking right? is hard. <laughs> so I, I did think that it'd be good to just uh, and, and, and years past. Um, I think it's been a few years. Uh, I, this has been a topic that we mm-hmm. talk about, but it's uh, especially because this is landing pretty close. Well, it, airing uh, literally in Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Real Presence Radio Network, at least. Uh, I thought this would be a good topic to talk about because this is one of my favorite things. Right. These are a few of my favorite, favorite. things. I'm um, not going to sing. <laughs> <laughs> we could make this, a, we should do a musical Ooh, episode sometime. You know, Renee. I thought about that this morning. We should do like a caroling episode. Oh. Ooh. Oh. I'll be sick that Elise? day. <laughs> how, how's your singing, singing voice, Elise? <clears throat> <laughs> so you have a higher. That doesn't mean bad. No. That's like, alto is not higher. Alto is oh, that's right. Soprano's high. That's, yeah. yeah my, so I'm an alto too. So now we're in trouble. We have two altos. Can't do it. Sorry. Oh please. <laughs> well, one can cover for the other. That's what how I read that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so I thought I thought yeah we could do a caroling episode sometime, but not today. Not today. <laughs> Gotta to lose a lot more than a hundred people if we do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, now for comedic effect on ignition. Right. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about what the church says about why the word became flesh. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. But as I was thinking about that, um, one of the readings that came to my mind thinking about this topic is the opening of St. John's Gospel. Oh, right. Um, <clears throat> which has this beautiful soaring. You know, do you know, you know, the four, the four gospel authors have... Um, there are different symbols associated with them. Yeah. Bull, man, ox, and eagle. Oh, maybe I don't Ever know heard, that. Heard of that. Yeah. I've oh, no, heard no, no, it, I doubled but... up. I doubled up there. 
Shoot. No, you didn't. You said bull. Bull and ox, but they're that's oh, those I, are the I same. Combined them. Oh, I forgot one of them. Uh oh. So are those are those depicted in the cathedral where we have Mark, Luke, John, and Matthew? Are they depicted Don't with there? They might be. They might be. They might I know be. they're always well. They're always at least holding something, but they're clearly not holding an ox. Yeah. No. So <laughs> <laughs> shoot, I can't remember what it is right now. If lion. Thank oh, that you. must be Mark. I was going to give somebody a prize if they... Uh, Isn't Mark the lion? Uh, because he roars. Yes, a voice crying in the wilderness. Yeah. Yes, yes, see? Yeah. You guys are good for yep. something. Yep. Nice. <laughs> um, John is portrayed as an eagle. Or John's image okay. or symbol is an eagle. Okay. Because he begins his... So so Mark begins, John the Baptist, mm-hmm. on his, doing the thing that is a voice crying out in the desert. Um, Matthew... Wait, no, what did I say? Man. Ox or bull. I don't remember yeah, so Matthew. But Matthew Matthew is telling the story of Jesus, the, the birth. Luke uh, tells the story of Jesus' birth. I can't remember. But but John begins his gospel. This is this is why I brought this whole thing up. Um, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And you skip a little bit a little bit ahead to verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten Son of the Father. And he goes on from there. But it's really soaring. Yes. Eagle. Yes. So it's like this high level. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. But why then did the word become flesh? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to talk about. But Christmas, it's Christmas. One of the cool little liturgical trivia, um, you know, typically Renee, you know, get a Sunday mass, and whether you go Saturday night or 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 6 p.m., all the readings, all the same prayers. Mm-hmm. But there are some solemnity, well, um, all the solemnity, maybe all the solemnities, but certainly some of the great feasts have their own vigil mass. Different readings. S- right. right. Different readings, different prayers. Christmas, Christmas has four different That's sets. That's right. Because midnight has of a different one too. And prayers. Yeah, there's the, there's the vigil mass. Midnight Mass, Mass at Dawn, right. and Mass during the day. Right. Now, usually, just because... So um, they don't have to do 16 different homilies. homilies <laughs> uh, it's pretty common. And, and, and there is, there's latitude. You don't have to use... Like, if you Christmas Day, you're permitted to use the readings and the prayers from the Vigil Mass or the right. Mass at Midnight. Right. Um, but because of that, we don't... So Mass, mass during the day... Is the one that use where the gospel reading is from John chapter one, but we don't often hear that because typically, typically you're gonna get Matthew or Luke's um, oh, right. infancy narrative, right? Uh, especially Luke. Um, <clears throat> you might on occasion, but the, but it's really, I, I, it, to me, it's it's a, just a cool thing that the church gives us these four different sets of right. read, scripture readings and prayers because Christmas is such a big deal. So is this reading from John read at any other time? I mean, if you wouldn't necessarily hear That's a it. That's good Because now that you say that, I mean, we all know that reading, but is it not really read in mass? It feels like it Keep should talking be. while I do some quick research. <laughs> and I'll be able to, I know exactly where I'm going, but I'm going to, so. Oh, sure. Just keep talking. Just keep talking about something. 
<laughs> say something. Okay. No, I, I, so I can say something. I know that you're, you know, just not really good at being contemporaneous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank I'm you. such a cruel host you to are. Renee. Uh, this is why Renee has why not I, been yeah, on. Yeah, you can see why She's I been, have ditched uh, out. struggling with uh, <laughs> Like, yeah, PTSD. I don't think I want to be on with you anymore. Um, uh, so there, there is a, a great website that goes into detail of the readings. Um, oh, okay. F- f- and it gives you the index. Because, uh, of course, John would mostly be year C, right? A long way. John, no, see, that's the thing. With, so with John Mark? is, you find John a lot in B. Oh, because that's Mark. Because Mark is the shortest. Yes, that's, of that's the, what of I meant. Three. I was just on the wrong year, yep, apparently. Yep, yep. <clears throat> um, but you'll, but he'll pop up other other right. times in the year as well. Scripture index for lectionary readings, oh, Sundays, solemnities, and major feasts. Stay with us, everybody. <laughs> um, well, this is a good question. Uh, yeah, because I I know we all know this reading, so we must have heard it. I mean, lots of lots of us Catholics aren't aren't so good at reading our Bibles. So we usually have heard this in mass somewhere. Christmas Christmas mass during the day. Okay. So I would So it could be one. commonly read as, as the Sunday it could reading. Be. It could be. Um especially in larger churches where you have more than one priest saying masses cuz one priest might do the the Christmas Eve and the other priest might do the Christmas day and they would might have they would have two different homilies yep. then. And it might, and then you'd hear it on the second Sunday after Christmas. Oh, but okay. This is where it gets like this year. So this year, though, the second Sunday after Christmas will be Epiphany. Oh yeah. The first Sunday after Christmas this year is the um, so nor yeah. This is the solemnity we'll, we'll of Mary. A little bit, yeah, yeah. A little bit of like diving into the liturgical minutia here because Christmas falls. On a Sunday, mm-hmm. some things get thrown off. So normally, the first Sunday after Christmas is the feast is the feast of the Holy Family. Okay, that's what I thought. And when I looked online to see what what that was on Sunday, it was completely confused. It's, so this year, that's on the one, one of the next couple of days, weekdays oh, okay. after Christmas. Okay, I don't think it's twenty six, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, somewhere right in there. So when Christmas falls on a Sunday, the next Sunday. Eight days after Christmas, or a week after Christmas, a week after Christmas is always the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. Okay. Always. Okay. So when Christmas falls on a Sunday, that means the first Sunday after Christmas is going to be solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. So what's normally on that that Sunday, the Holy Family, gets bumped up to again, I just can't remember. Oh, I can, I can tell you. I've got my magnificat right here. Yeah. It gets bumped up to um, a little bit later. So it's, oh, uh, the 30th. Sorry, the 30th. Okay. So the thirtieth is so when the Holy Friday. Family is. So that Friday. Mm-hmm. So N- not a holiday. It's not just, a holiday. It's just a feast day. Yep, yeah. just a feast day. Um, and then, so normally the, the the first Sunday after Christmas is the Holy Family, and the second Sunday after Christmas is when you would hear it, it doesn't this, have it's this reading, but you, you would hear John one. Okay. So Mass during the day, but this if year the will be different. Chooses it, but this year because Christmas falls on a Sunday, the first <laughs> Sunday after Christmas is the. Um, is the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. The second Sunday after Christmas this year is the Epiphany, because mm-hmm. in, in in most of the United States, if not all of the United States, this is an optional thing. And the bishops in our country, I think ever all of them, had decided um, a couple few decades ago to move the Epiphany from its traditional date of, of January sixth to the next Sunday. Okay. So that's why we're celebrating. Get a little uh, more Christmas that way. Uh, well, no, it's still be the Christmas no. season. It's still be the Christmas yes, season. Yes, yes. Um, uh, so that's why this year we won't get the quote unquote 
second Sunday of Christmas, right. we'll get Epiphany instead. Right. Okay. And then the day after Epiphany, this year the 9th, is the Baptism of the Lord. That's a Monday. And then the next day is Ordinary Time. I was going to say, so actually we get a shorter Christmas season. We get, oh, This is the longest Advent we can yeah. have. We just had the longest Advent we can have, yep. but that consequently means a it's the shortest Christmas, Christmas season oh. we can have. Okay. Two weeks in a day. Okay. Which is... So then my decorations won't be up as long as I thought they would. Now, now... Well, they can be if I there, want them to there be. There can be a tradition. You know, some people... Um, but this is really... <laughs> I know. We kind of went <laughs> off on a tangent. Totally fine. Totally Sorry. fine. Um <laughs> The the old quote unquote the old calendar. So the way that mass was celebrated before Vatican II, mm-hmm. um, the, the, there's there's a there was a distinction between the Christmas season, but then there's the Christmas cycle. It's not familiar uh, to right, us anymore. Right, right. Yeah. But the Christmas season, I think, would go up until um, the baptism of the Lord right. ish. But the Christmas cycle would go up until um, what, what what's traditionally called Candlemas. Right. You heard of Candlemas? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. So February 2nd, mm-hmm. the Feast of the Presentation uh, in the temple. Oh, sure. Um, so, so I could leave my stuff up all January so there, there if are I Catholics, want to. There are Catholics who would leave their, who do leave their Christmas decorations yeah. up in, until February 2nd. Yeah, okay. And there there would be good, good sort of liturgical, historical, devotional reasons to, for doing so. This is why, oh, this is, speaking of caroling, so I... I'm loving this. You know, okay. we'll get to, we'll spend a little bit of time. It's fine. It's Christmas. Um, we should talk about Christmas on Christmas. Yes. Um, you know, this is, I, um, I think of something like uh, Christmas story, not the Christmas story. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. You'll, uh, Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Yes. Um, it's on Christmas Day. And then I, I have this image of English villages and people out with their top hats and their coats, um, children and adults, men and women, boys and girls, singing Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. That would often be done during January. Okay. Because January was the Christmas season and the Christmas cycle. Mm-hmm. So there may have been caroling in December, like centuries ago. Um, but I'm pretty sure actually... There was also, if not most of the caroling, in fact, was in January hmm. during the Christmas season. I think we should like throw people for a loop and don't do any of that stuff in December and then just do it in January one year and just see what happens. If people be like, Christmas is over. No, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. We're going to carol no, the whole we're, we're month gonna long. Carol. Yeah. <laughs> this is why. I mean, I keep the Christmas music on certainly through Christmas season. But you started early, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yes, you do. Don't you start like Christmas music and beginning of December? Oh, I I I do start Christmas music. Yes. Advent. My no, my kids start in November though. This has been a topic <laughs> when, when Robin was yes. on. This this was a topic conversation. In fact, word got back to my kids by way of my dad listening to Ignition. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> Still wondering if you sit in a phone book for this episode. Dad is he? You can you can tell him something. He's I, right there. I do not sit on a phone book. <laughs> The chair goes up and down. Dad's legally blind. He, he doesn't know. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Got to be careful what you say about Renee. It's going to get back to her. Um, yeah, no, but my kids like, and, and it's true. So like, there there are like Sirius XM, for instance. Right. Their mm-hmm. seasonal channel mm-hmm. um, switches from. They have Halloween music. Ooh. November first. That it's station Christmas music. is Christmas music. November first. 
That's too and my much. kids are like, yeah, yeah can we? So we, there are times we're driving in the van and my wife Jermaine's not with me. And they get, dad, dad. <laughs> All right, just mom's not here. It's okay. Because Jermaine is very much a, it's got to be, a, it has to be. At least at, advent. At least advent. And yeah. that's like, if you I'm come to my too. office, I, I'm not playing Christmas music. Yeah. Music you have to at time. least get past Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. give Thanksgiving its month. Yeah. And then we can move on. That's right. By the way, speaking of Christmas music. Um, I, we're, I don't know where we're going to do this. <laughs> if you're just welcome to tradition, we're not talking about what we plan to talk about, but this is fun. Not yet. Grant. So um, you're familiar with the uh, show The Chosen. Yeah. We've been oh, watching, sure. many of us have been watching that. Um, last year, they did a Christmas special. I don't know if you got to see that. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Uh, it was really good. Um, they had a bunch of music on there. and I Oh, loved, yeah, yeah. I watched part of it. Yes, I, I loved the music so much, I went on their website and bought the CD wow. for the music. But, of course, I got it at the end of, like, Christmas was already over. So I had it tucked away, hadn't even opened it. And this year, we I got it out, opened it up, and put it on when we were decorating our tree and the house and everything. Nice. It was beautiful. Just really, really great the only one I didn't like was the O Come O Come Emmanuel because it's like this super upbeat version of it, which I just could not. Was it like an acapella pentatonics-ish uh, version? No, yeah, I go, cannot. Go ahead. Come on. Let's hear it. <laughs> but there's like drums and it's like, it was just too much. I like these slow and really uh, O Come O Come Emmanuel. Yeah. So otherwise, beautiful music. It's a really great uh, Christmas CD. A little yeah. different, but nice. I like it. So, so again, you, there there would be uh, an easy case to be made for continuing to listen to Christmas music through all of okay. January. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I can do that, but I, can, I know I, can try. I know it does. Like if you if you do listen to it all the time, then it does lose its yeah, its, uh, for sure specialness for sure specialness yes. yeah specialness. Okay, where do you want to go now? Do you want to go to our actual <sighs> to be, topic? No, but I feel like, like so how, <laughs> how did we get off on that? Because that would, I, I really enjoyed uh, that. I think we were, I was asking about whether oh, or not yeah, that yeah. reading gets read. And then we got other, into the calendar yes, yes. and when it ends. Decorating. So yeah, so we yes. do have the, the shorter formal Christmas season this year because Advent was so darn long. Yes. I do, just on this, I do wonder, I'm guessing there's a good reason. I do wonder what, because the other penitential or the other the other fast and then feast time that mm-hmm. we have a notable one of course is advent or sorry lent, lent yep. and then easter and easter is longer than lent right so i i do wonder that what the why it is that the christmas season is, it's, it's always shorter right. it's it's always short the cycle the cycle is one thing but the season i think for for a long time has always been shorter then can I can I give you a, an, a thought? Sure. We have a lot of stuff to read from the Bible, and we need some time to do it. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and but the other no, masses. But, but Christmas. <laughs> we gotta get to back to ordinary time so we can get the rest of the stuff Christ- in. <laughs> As we've no, that's no. my first thought. But, the, the, but there's it's a bad one. <laughs> um, but but Christmas is the second greatest feast mm-hmm. of the church year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so why why does its uh, its own season. Why is its own season shorter than the preparatory season that leads like, up to it? Like, do we call it? the Pope about this, or what do we do? I think we. I think you know, like <laughs> Father Martin Lawrence might be getting an email from me. Oh yes, there, and you MC go. And, there you go. Uh, if there's anybody of you who are actually liturgical um, aficionados, yes. experts, formally or informally, if you know the answer to that question, because again, I don't think because some people I know some people would say in the old calendar, mm-hmm. um, the season did go until Candlemas for a second. Right. But again, I, I found a number of years ago actually know that the cycle did, but the Christmas season was still 
was still shorter. Mm -hmm. So I, well, yeah, why, why is that? So ignition at sfcatholic.org <laughs> is the email address if you've got some insight for that. Cool. All right. So let's actually, yeah, let's touch a little That's bit on. At least a little. Yeah. The topic that we intended to discuss. People have been are sitting here like, I listened to this for that topic. Why this are you is not where, talking folks, about it? If you're listening to the radio, the great thing if you go and 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 watch the show on YouTube, you can speed it. You can skip around first yes, of all, you but you can also speed it up. <laughs> I've I've sped up episodes of Ignition just to find out when we talk. If it's part of a series oh, like yeah. our mass yeah. series, mm -hmm. what do we talk about? And I'll want to listen to the whole show, but I listen to a son. 1.5 or even 2.0. That's got to be fun. Listening to me on 2.0 is pretty <laughs> Are you even understandable? Yeah, but you got to get into the groove. <laughs> like at first, it's like, whoa, well, that's, that's kind of my Seinfeld Kramer. <laughs> got to slow it down a little bit. Yes. Merry Christmas, Ray. Merry Christmas. So why, um, why did the word become flesh? Fortunately, the church tells us explicitly in the Catechism oh of the Catholic Church. It actually says it that's right literally on the, the heading. Why yes. did the word become flesh? Yes. So there are there are all sorts of re answers that one might give to this question that would all be true and good. Mm -hmm. um, but the Catechism sort of condenses them and focuses on four answers in particular. So what I want to do uh, here, just in the time we have left, is just briefly name and, and, and explain them. But Renee, then I really want to know um, and I know, I know we've talked about one of them, um, in sometime last year, to be honest, because okay. one of them is, gets to one of the, my most favoritist things about what it means to be Catholic. Favoritist, okay. So why did the word become flesh? So if you want to, if you have your own copy of the catechism, if you don't have a copy of the catechism, first of all, I would encourage you get to one. get one, whether you're Catholic or not, like if you're. If you're listening to Catholic radio in particular, yep. um, certainly if you're watching Ignition, you probably have some interest in what the Catholic Church teaches. And the catechism of the Catholic Church, there are all sorts of editions, but the text is the same. Um, this is the brand new Ascension yep. catechism. Wow, it's pretty. Yeah, your your it's, local Catholic store will certainly have they, that They'll on have hand. copies of it. Yes. But in the meantime, you can find it online. Yep. I mean, all sorts of yep. websites have the text of the catechism for free mm -hmm. if you want to peruse it. So what we're going to be looking at the catechism is not numbered by pages. It's by paragraph numbers because in different editions, the pagination is mm -hmm. different. So we're looking at um, paragraphs 456. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, 457. Yep, thank you. 457 and following. Um, the catechism, the church lays out the four reasons for the incarnation. Why did the word become flesh? So 457 tells us. Uh, Renee, would you like to read or should I read? Uh, I can read the – you want me to just read that little section there, not the – Indented piece? Uh, sure. Yeah. Mm, all right. So the word became flesh for us in order to save us by reconciling us with God, who loved us and sent his son to be the expiation for our sins. The father has sent his son as the savior of the world, and he was revealed to take away sins. And then we get a quote from the early um, saint, early church saint, St. Gregory of Nyssa. Mm -hmm. Sick are nature, nature demanded to be healed, fallen to be raised up, dead to rise again. We had lost the possession of the good. It was necessary for it to be given back to us. Closed in, closed in the darkness, it was necessary to bring us to the light. Captives, we awaited a savior. Prisoners, help. Slaves, a liberator. Are these things minor or insignificant? Did they not move God to descend to human nature and visit it since humanity was in so miserable and unhappy a state? 
So again, this first one, it's italicized in 457, the portion that you read. In, uh, the Lord became flesh in order to save us by reconciling us with God. Mm-hmm. So that's reason number one. Yep. Reason number two, 458, Renee. All right. The word became flesh so that thus we might know God's love. That part is in italics. Mm-hmm. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So God shows us how much he loves us by becoming one of us. Mm-hmm. All right, 459 gives the third reason for the incarnation. Mm. The word became flesh to be our model of holiness. And boy, do we need that. Amen. <laughs> Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. On the mountain of the transfiguration, the Father commands, listen to him. Jesus is the model for the Beatitudes and the norm of the new law. Love one another as I have loved you. This love implies an effective offering of oneself after his example. So Jesus, to be holy is to be fully human. And Jesus shows us how oh. to be fully human, how to be holy. Why It was really necessary for him to do that because yep. we don't know. Yep. We don't know yep. what we're doing. Exactly. We don't know what we're <laughs> doing, especially because of sin. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, and my favorite, okay. why did the word become flesh, Renee? Reason number four. All right. The word became flesh to make us partakers of the divine nature. That I agree. That is like my favorite part too. It's incredible. Yep. Uh, for this is why the word became man and the son of God became the son of man. So that man by entering into communion with the word and thus receiving divine sonship might become a son of God. For the son of God became man so that we might become God. The only begotten son of God wanting to make us sharers in his divinity, assumed our nature so that he made man might make men gods. So that he made man might make men gods. So those last three... You cannot three, read that enough times. You cannot read... <laughs> like, you could... Oh, yeah. Da, 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 no, no, no. no this, stop. Yeah. This should stop you literally in your tracks. It should. It, yeah. it sh- it, yes. And not, not like literally have the weight of the road on my shoulders because that's no. metaphorical. No. This is literal. It should stop you. Yeah. It should stop me. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. God became one of us so that we might become like him. Right. And this all, so those were three quotes from three brilliant saints in the church's history, say Irenaeus, say Athanasius and say Thomas Aquinas. But they're all basically commenting, elaborating on that opening line to make us partakers of the divine nature, which is from scripture. Mm-hmm. Second Peter chapter one, verse four, the word became flesh to make us partakers of the divine nature. We participate in what it means to be God. We don't, so even so, these saints make it sound like we literally become gods. That's not the case, but we're sharing in God's nature so deeply that that's the sort of language that they have. The language breaks down here mm-hmm. because this is the destiny for which God has has created us, and this is the ultimate final reason why Jesus became flesh, why he was born in a manger in Bethlehem two thousand years ago, and why we're celebrating his birth today on Christmas. Yes. Thanks, Renee, for being here. Merry Christmas. You bet. Folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, with any thoughts, ideas, questions, or thoughts for future episodes. Until next time, may God bless you.